I just wanted to finish one quick point before we we, we get into this because, yeah. um, you know, like you said, um, the last time we got together, also for historical purposes, is is noteworthy to say that we're doing this um, this podcast today, and we're continuing our commitment, even though this you know societal backdrop is the aftermath of what happened to, uh, to George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and and uh, and and I feel it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not numb to it. You know. Uh, yeah. I believe I can shift into a. Um, you know where I need to go in terms of what we need to talk about today. But I just think it's important just for for document document purposes. Yeah. Um. I'd like to also like if I could you know just chime in really quickly oh, yeah. and we can jump into it. You know, is that. Well, two things, and <clears throat> it's not just simply George Floyd. You know, we have also mm-hmm. Fiona Taylor. We have, uh, for sure, for sure. Um, we have um, Ahmaud Arbery. Um, we have, you know, um, <clears throat> we have um, interactions like the one that the brother had with like, Amy Cooper in Central Park, you know, where she knew and displayed that she knew how to weaponize her, her right. weapons. Right, you saw her and, close. And so, you, you yeah, exactly right at it, and, and this time I like the fact that the right words are being used about it. Yes, right? yeah. Like, like people are going directly to what the problem is. But go ahead, I just, go ahead and continue. Yeah, it, it, it's you know against that whole backdrop, and this is not just the uh, you know. You look back over the past several years. This is always anytime it's things have reached a boiling point. It's because these things happen every day, but when they start to happen. And, you know, the outrageous, the really egregious and outrageous uh, actions start to happen um, with a little bit more frequency where it starts to form like a pop. You know, that's what you're seeing a reaction to things. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what we see happening right now around here, everybody, I think, pretty much for the most part knows that this is not the solution. This is the reaction. We haven't even begun to get into what a solution is yet you know i have that civil conversation as a country because it's something that we want to continually run from uh, what america does but this is a peak like our getting up this morning to still continue this podcast um to still you know further upon our commitment to bringing the story to everybody um about our time in japan um that that's a peak also into what it is to be black men or women in America. It's like all this crazy, just crazy shit continues to happen. Yeah. You know, and we still have our everyday lives that we just got to still go ahead and show up to, for. To, it to, stop. Right, right. To the best of your ability. You exactly. I mean? To the best of your ability. With, with, with bells on. Happy, happy to do it. Exactly. You know, shoes yeah. shined up, you know, ready yeah. to roll. Um, and so I say all that to those who are listening, who who share a similar experience to me and Mark. You know, we are right there with you. Please, you know, um, take care of your physical and your mental, spiritual and emotional health. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you who are listening out of curiosity and are, do not share the experience that we have, you know, um, you know, may this be an eye-opening experience for you. You know, um, uh, uh, a learning experience for you that, like, look, you know. Um, that head, this is kind of like a view of what that kind of head start looks like that we can, you know, people continually talk about. It's like mm-hmm. where it's like, it's like starting a race and okay, we're both qualified to run this race. We're both in shape, but you don't have this extra hundred pounds on your back that we have, you know? Um, 
this is what it looks like. And I think this isn't, this isn't, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like running a race against somebody, but you know, well, and I, got, and I can, and I, I, I can, I can segue us into it by, 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 by adding on to what you're saying by, by and, and mm. this is something that I learned in Japan. Listen, mm. man, um, no matter where you're from, no matter what you do, what you believe, who you like, look at, 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 at the heart of Mark is this, we all here for a short time. Mm. And, uh, we need to learn how to stay the fuck out of each other's way and give each other peace to enjoy that time. Yeah. You know, as yeah. much as possible. And, uh, you know, whatever you believe in it, man, if, if, if you can't believe in it in peace, you probably need to believe in something else. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, um, um, it is, we, we are not charged to, to be a problem to one another until we get out of here. You know, exactly. like that's not, yeah. <laughs> like that's not, that's not what it is, man. We, we sent here, and 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 then you reconnect from from which from which you were sent and you leave, like mm. like that's it, man. You you know what I mean. Stay out of people's mm. way, man. You you know what I'm yeah. saying. And um and if you don't understand something, stop trying to use big words to explain it away. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, and stop yeah. trying stop trying to oversimplify somebody's communication. Um, and stop trying to tell somebody like what it is that they're feeling and actually experiencing right. and going through. And how they, that does and not how they should feel it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's yes. Yes, yes, it's 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 better it's better than it was fifty years ago, but you know, an ant that started a two mile journey ten years ago is not at the starting point either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's still a long fucking way to go, man. Mm-hmm. You know what still I'm an ant. Yeah, so <laughs> so yeah. So 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 that's all I wanted that's all we wanted to say about that, man. And um, you know, um, go go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say this is this this is the Lost in Translation podcast. I'm Mark, and my guy is Malik Abdul Rahman. We appreciate we appreciate you uh, for being here, man. This is going to be episode four. Episode four. This wow. Be, yeah. This is gonna be episode four, which means that we uh, we uh, uh, we we're we're, we're contracted verbally. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're verbally contracted to only do a couple of more, but I feel like. This is probably going to manifest itself in other ways, but yeah. But, um, yeah. but uh, shout out to DFPN, that feeling podcast network. You that feeling, but it's good. You can get this this podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave comments, and ask questions if you like. Um, mm-hmm. Last week, uh, we both gave our stories about the first time that we uh, produced Japanese hip hop. Mm. And uh, and 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 I believe we did a pretty good job of walking through the process of how that came to be. I never want to, um, you know, one one of the things that has held me back in my life uh, when it comes to getting into the music business is not mm. slowing down enough to understand that these things are done through relationships. Um, mm. I, I, I had long wanted to believe that my ability to do what I do was always going to open the door for me. Mm. Um, that, that that's what it was going to take. And, and, uh, and listen, man, you can be the smartest teacher, you know what I'm saying? And, and, in the room, man, but if you stink, nobody wants to hear what you got to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and so, and so Japan 
started me out on a path of understanding um, that building relationships is, is, is where it's at. And I, and I've, I've used a lot of lessons I've learned. Like I learned those lessons, a lot of them way before I could really understand or apply them. I was going to say, yeah, the execution on those, uh, on those lessons is sometimes some, that's still like a learning curve in itself. It's like getting Mm -hmm. comfortable to that. Yeah. Like when you encounter a human, when you encounter a human, uh, if what you want to do is not create a relationship, like a functional relationship with that person, you've now entered into, uh, something that can't necessarily be undone. Like if you want people just to see you as business, if that's just what mm-hmm. you want people to do, he makes good beats. I'll take his beats, you know, goodbye. Like if that's like, you think that's what you want. That's not really what you want. That's yeah. What you yeah. Want. They, they got a word for that. in 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 our line of business, in our line of business, it's called placement. Right. right. Like you, like yeah. you can make a placement, but, but uh, I don't know about you leak, but I have found uh, the least amount of satisfaction in placements. Well, I'm happy you brought, I'm actually really happy that you brought, you bring that up because um, I, I feel that there's a, there's a missing within the language uh, that, you know, uh, of, of or people's everyday language when it comes to music and like what actually is happening, you know, whether it's around the way people are creating music or, you know, you've gotten this all the time. Like I, people will come into my, um, my, when I, where I used to stay at in Japan, you know, like when I was in the dorms and I had essentially my dorm room was like a studio room. There was no bed. There was no furniture. Right, it was right, all right. music equipment. And the first thing that people think of is like, um, oh, you mix, you mix, you know, that's what you used to mm-hmm. always say to me, like mm-hmm. you mix. I was like, yeah, I mix sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you DJ then. I was like, no, not really, man. Um, I could do that, but that's not what I'm doing with mm-hmm. this. Like, what I'm doing is I'm producing music and the same thing happens when it comes to the way in which music is made. I think that there's still like a lot of mystery around that. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that you landed on this word placement. Like the average artist, when it comes to placements, placing beats, the average artist is getting um, probably over the span of a year, probably dozens, if not hundreds of beats from people mm-hmm. who want to work with this person. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, it's everybody from people who are looking to get money from the person, like for a, like a service exchange to maybe, hey, we're going to do a skill exchange to, hey, I will give you the beat for free or, hey, I will pay you to use my beat. Um, and, and, and I think it's really interesting. I think I don't know exactly what direction you're going to go in, but it's just mm-hmm. what, it's, what, it's, what it's bringing up for me is, is um, this idea of relationship or placement. You know, um, what, it's kind of what, for me, got my music to rise to the top, you know, um, mm-hmm. as, a, as opposed to just sitting in a pile of, or a hard drive somewhere or an email somewhere. It's what makes people actually, number one, want to listen to the music and then secondly, connect to it so they can actually build something that's meaningful with it, you know? Well, there is no, there is no one at the top of our field that mm-hmm. didn't get their best relationships no that they didn't get their best opportunities without it right mm-hmm. there, there mm-hmm. are no there are no uh wildly successful placement producers yeah like yeah it's just not a thing it's just not a thing and mm-hmm. i think that we we talk you know once when that word was introduced um it became very curious to me because what it did was was i guess the word needed to exist because there started to be such a flood of people doing it 
And we couldn't all get in the same door. So another door had to be created. And that door was called placement. Yeah. It was like, yeah. you know, the industry had to deal with the fact that so many people wanted to get into it. And so they had to create a lane for people mm. that were for people that were completely outside of it um, to mm. come into it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and so they say, OK, well, we'll do placements, you know, and then, you know, we as creatives, we responded to that actually very negatively. You know, we mm. would say, oh, they, 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 they stole our music or, you know, I work with this person. Now they won't even answer my, you know, the industry is fake. The industry is this. The industry is that. <laughs> and it's if you're and looking, I, you're looking, you're looking for something that that's not the place that you should be right. looking for. The and, thing. And, and when yeah. I say. Uh, they started looking at it like that. Put, you know, I'm I'm Mr. They, okay. Like I was at the mm. top of the list of people that felt entitled um, because I could get into the room that people should uh, take my music. Let me let me tell you something, bro. I sat behind Ti in a studio for three nights in a row. All right, mm. and I don't mean like I sat behind Ti and he didn't know I was in the room or nothing like that. No, 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 not at all. I, I sat behind mm, T.I. Mm, three nights mm. in a row. And don't you go thinking he didn't know what I was there for either. Don't go. go don't. Yo. <laughs> well, I was going to ask. Just, yeah. yeah don't, I was going to ask. Yeah. I was just about to ask you before oh, no, you no, said no. this. I was introduced <laughs> as someone who was there to play music. And which he and which he understood and, and 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 politely offered me a place to sit. That thing you that stuff you see him do on TV and on the internet, that is who he is. He was very nice, he was very <laughs> kind, he showed me where I could sit, he offered me some libations, some smoke, you know what I'm saying? And I sat right there for three nights in a row. And to the third night, I, I had to ask myself, hey, what man, am I doing? What are you doing? I mean, right. you're literally there to push the play button for this. That's person. all I'm there to do. Right? <laughs> now, now the it, now the first night, he left and didn't even tell me he wasn't coming back. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the second Yo, okay. night, go ahead. Now I'm, and I'm, I'm getting back to Japan. That's why I'm getting. Yeah, back I, to I know, Japan. I know, but it it, it it had brought up the question because I was about to ask you how many times have you before we even got into this, like how many times have you gone somewhere? Just to simply uh, take up space so you can get the opportunity to push the play button. Oh my god, that was that that that's life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there was a there was you know what I mean for sure. You know I've showed I've showed up to the parking lot uh, just to be there. You you know what Mm. I mean? I've I've Mm. rang doorbells. I've left things in mailboxes. I've you you know what I mean? The lowest person on the totem pole in any major city is the person that says, "Can I help you?" When you hit that bell. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? That is the coolest mm. person on the social totem pole. And mm. that son of a bitch won't let you in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Hey, and, 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 and make no mistake, I've been that guy too. But anyways, mm-hmm. that's for a later episode. Uh, any, anyhow, man, any, anyhow, I, had, I mm. had to excuse myself, you know, to save dignity, okay? I don't yeah, know. If, yeah. I don't know if eventually he would listen to him. I don't know. I just thought after after three nights of being away from my family, it was time for me to take my ass home. You know, mm-hmm. I appreciate mm-hmm. and I appreciate him, but I rolled the dice. I said, you know what? If all goes well, I'll see him again, and and we'll have a laugh. You know about mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. and I'll be doing my thing, and I'll I'll be in his I'll be in his graces again because he asked me to be there. 
you know, mm. so, so I just, I just kind of, and those are the kind of, those are the kind of decisions you can make when you get older, you know, after, yeah. after you've been through a lot, you know, there was a time I would have slept on that damn floor. And been there just so he can, uh, and stayed there, camped out just so you can be there when they right. get there early. 100%. Oh, yeah. That was 100% me at a certain point where it's like, well, I'm going to just catch them early because, you know, I know when, I know there's a period when they get to the studio, I'm right. gonna, I, I can meet them early right. when they're just still setting up. Like, no, no, that's yeah. not how it Let works. Let me tell you something. Opportunity is adverse to the thirst hormone. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. my, my experience in life, Opportunity mm. don't like the third don't like the the thirst energy, bro. They mm-hmm. don't like it. No, they don't like it not at all. At all. Like, not like, at all. Like, like it 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 automatically puts you in a category that that things will not work for you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And 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 so and so that leads me. I say all of that because um, I know you you had given me the floor to kind of start this week um, yeah. because because even though la- last week was was I, I told you I ran three tracks. Three tracks of, of three tracks in Japan. Last week I introduced the first one. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Which was really from the bottom up underground. Um, just trying to get music out there with a Japanese artist named Yo. You know what I mean? And we got in the business yeah. together. So yeah. so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go through uh how the next chapter started. And the next chapter started like this. Um mm. uh well let me let me let me okay, so 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 okay, so everything everything socially works in bubbles. Like, like you're in your social bubble, right? And mm. it's very, and it can be very difficult to get out of your social bubble. Number one, because you don't realize you're in a bubble. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the yeah. hardest thing yeah. about being in a bubble is you don't even know you're in a damn bubble, right? So mm-hmm. you don't know what the sides are and a, and like, and like, and a bubble is, is, is transparent. So you can see through it. So you can see other bubbles. So you, yeah. so, so you sometimes get confused and think that you're in that bubble and you're not in that bubble. You're in a completely different bubble. <laughs> the, the, the bubble I was in when I got to Japan was the military bubble. Mm. I was in the military bubble, which means I had access socially to everything that was available to military people. You know, mm. um, and the number one thing that was available to military people when you're in another country um, are people in that country that speak English. Okay, yes. so, so yeah. those, are, those are typically the low-hanging fruit socially you know, that you bump mm-hmm. into are people of that culture. Uh, more specifically here, I was exposed to Japanese people that wanted to deal with Americans, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and those people spoke English. Um, they worked near the base. They did, they did uh, uh, foreigner friendly things, you know, yeah. they, and, uh, and, and invited and, 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 and almost exclusively um, uh, marketed these things towards um Towards foreigners, for sure, and, that, and, that's, and, that's, and, that's, and their and their experience would be Americans who worked in the base, exactly. who were in the hip hop, right? Yeah. And and so and so, uh, you kind of expand out a little bit further, you know. Once you get to the part of the train line where you really need to know where you're going, it changes, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, um, they, I was they, very they, very lucky because I sidestepped that. I don't know what it was. I just saw it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Not everybody did. And I know that you definitely didn't, but I'm very happy that you did see. That. I think that was one of the things that I really wanted well, to break you into. This is this is what well, this is hindsight being 2020, right? Because mm-hmm. um, at the time, I just wanted to uh, uh, apply my will um, to, to the situation, and it was. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize that uh, um, that the 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 for, for instance, you know, people will say like, 
oh, you were in Japan. Oh, do, do they, they, they love black men out there. Well, that's a mm. very loaded comment, right? Like, like that, like that's, that's very loaded and coded. Yeah, loaded and coded. <laughs> you know, and, and 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 this metaphor really works for everybody in that country. Where it's like, you know, okay, so okay, I'll give you the ones that hang out around the base and speak English, uh, and mm. listen to hip hop music, and where uh, and where and where sure. and where and where their hair hair and other things right. in certain styles sure. that you know. Sure. Um, are black. Sure. That's just saying, right. You know, sure, um, they like black men. Okay, mm. <laughs> cool. Mm. And if that's mm. all you see when you get there, because of your social bubble, that's all you have access to. Yes, that's you reality. Have the impression that they like black men until you get to the part of the train line where it's not where you need to know where you're going, and no woman is looking at you sexually at all. You know, because, or, because they are Japanese and they like Japanese men. And oh, by the way, you're in Japan. You know, yeah, and and, and uh, it's also good to um, point out. It's also like you're you're taking that train that train line. You get to that part of the train line where you're in a whole different bubble where they don't even know that your bubble exists, right? At all, I do not know that your bubble exists, and 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 to be honest, don't really care. Nah, and, they, and if you do interact with them, they're asking you the one one of the top three questions they're gonna ask you if if you're not if you don't look confused, uh the first mm. question would be, do you need help? Uh yeah. but it, but, but uh <laughs> if if you don't look confused, uh the questions are gonna be, why are you here and how long are you here? Yeah. <laughs> right? Because because it's, because it's weird that you're here. So why don't you, so so for their pers- so for their comfort they want to know why you're here so all this build mm-hmm. all of this leads into what I what I what I'm trying to say here okay so I was in this bubble mm-hmm. all right and then uh, what I did so and what happened was Kanye West uh, had his first tour in Japan uh, mm-hmm. he came it was just him and GLC I remember I remember uh, that and, yeah and A yeah. track I believe the DJ mm-hmm. A track. Him, GLC, yep. and A-Track. They came and they did a show, man. It was like a theater. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. a, like it was like a theater and it was dope. It was a, it was a really good show. A college dropout was really just start, was really starting to take off. You know yep. what I'm saying? And it's funny because two concert times later were arenas, right? It was like, it was like, it was mm-hmm. like, it was like mm-hmm. it was the, the, the theater with the after party. The next one was at a double the size event, uh, no after party, and then <laughs> the next one was like, uh, what do they call it? Festival that they do every year. It's it's huge. Uh, yeah, I know you're. Yeah, I know yeah. you're talking. It was about like that. in a matter in a matter of three years. Anyways, anyways, so Kanye West had a show, <laughs> and so and so myself and Ashton, shout out to Ashton, we go to this it's show, um, yeah. and and um, Ashton being who he is, okay. Uh, and, and and I will I will dedicate some time to Ashton because I just have to in a future episode. I will not do it mm-hmm. today, but I'll just say for the sake of this episode, Ashton because of who he is, he's very curious. Um, he, he was never shy about talking to people. He's one of those people that you love to have on your team because he's not. Um, I know one other met one other guy like this too, my man Mike Hill, where mm-hmm. they they don't feel social embarrassment so easy. It's mm. not, they don't, mm. they don't care about that, you know, so they'll yeah. take a lot of L's and they'll brush them off their shoulders, you know, and mm. whenever you're trying to do a new thing, 
you need that type of energy to bust through. So anyway, mm-hmm. so because of who he is, when we were out at uh at that show, he looked across uh he looked across the parking lot as as we was leaving. He saw another black man and he went up and started talking to him. Now I wasn't talking to this black man. I was mm-hmm. uh I, I had to be at least five ten yards away, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, uh, we were waiting on a bus. Uh-huh. Uh, matter as a matter of fact, I will take this one further. You and I talked about um. What was that we talked about that they needed a bus to go to? Was oh, Agiha? Yeah. right, 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 right. This was in the small room in Agiha. That's exactly Ooh. where this was. That's ah, exactly where this again, was. Again, for for people who don't remember, Agiha was the absolutely massive giant. Uh, in the last episode, I talked to. I mean, it's huge. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it's a club the size of a real mall. I would say, right, man, it's a right, size. Exactly. It's, 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 and it's all one right. club. It's five clubs <laughs> within a club. And and Kanye Kanye had a show. Uh, I remember in, that small room. There you go. And that's that, where yeah. and that's where his show was. All right. Got and it. So, and so we were all out waiting on the bus to uh, mm. to go back to to get off in front of Shibuya Nuts. And so um, and so we all waiting there. And I overhear Ashton talking to some guy. But Ashton always talked to other people. It's just what he did. <laughs> and uh, but I heard but I heard this guy say Detroit. And I uh, and I and I and I, and I walked over. Years for time. Yeah, I said Detroit. What's that about Detroit? He said, "Oh man, I'm from Detroit," and uh, and so <clears throat> uh, he and I uh, started building quickly. And that that guy happened to be uh, uh, somebody that became a really good friend of mine named Q. <coughs> and mm. so and so uh, Q was the first person I met in Japan from Detroit. Um, but what was but what was special about Q? What was unique about Q was that the reason Q was in Japan was because. He, after graduating Morehouse in Atlanta, he got accepted into a program in which he went to go teach um, students English in, a, in the public school system in Japan. All right. Which is a good gig. Yeah. Which was a great gig. <clears throat> yeah. it's, ba- it's basically a situation where uh, Japan sent some people to America. America sent some people to Japan. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and just to let you know who Q is, Q graduated Morehouse with a degree in mathematics. Okay, mm-hmm. like so this, 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 yeah. this is a different yeah. type of brother. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, brothers in, 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 in public school, and when they go to college, they learn Spanish. They don't learn Japanese, okay? <laughs> 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 Let's just keep it real. You know what I'm saying? He learned Japanese and mm-hmm. always wanted to go to Jap- Japan, and guess what? He qualified to be able to do that. So shout out to Q. Big shout out to Q. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll understand, you. why. you'll understand why I got so much reverence for my guy. Um, so, 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 uh, came to find out that, uh, so anyways, so that put him in a completely different social bubble, completely different, mm. right? His, his circle of influence and mine could not have been more different, even though we were both black men from Detroit in Japan, our circle of different, our, our circles could not have been more different. Come to find out there were more like him. There was, mm. there was, there was a bubble of black people that were in Japan for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay, they yep. had yep. nothing to do with the military. Exactly. And, and, it, and, it, go ahead. I was going to say, no, I definitely met people who worked uh, for companies, you know, people who worked mm-hmm. for banking institutions, uh, some people who worked for music companies even. Um, right. Um, all kinds of different capacities right. um, that had nothing to do with our pathway there. For sure. You know? um, yeah. And they and their circles intertwine with white people's circles in Japan 
for the same, you know what I mean? We're there for the same reasons, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so this is all, this is all important. I swear it is, right? So, so, <laughs> so, uh, so Q, um, had a, um, he was a part of a company that threw parties for mm. these people, right? Mm. Like to give these people something to do on a Saturday night, they, they yeah. had a little promotion um, where they would tell these people when, when events were going on down in Rapungi, um, which is basically the party district um, in, in, in Tokyo. And uh, well, no, I would say the, the, the international party district. Yes, yeah, exactly. I was say that. Uh, if you're somebody who's a foreigner and you're in Tokyo, odds are you've been to Rapungi or you've mm-hmm. heard about Rapungi. Um, this is a place where, um, yes, there are clubs there that you know only frequented only by Japanese people, obviously. I mean, it's not right. like, you know... Um, some some kind of like a Japan free zone. Actually, I would say more so is a place where if you're Japanese and you're hanging out with Punky, odds are you're going to be partying with other Japanese people and people from other countries as well. It sure. could be Turkish people. It could be Nigerian people. It could be a lot of people from the States, um, military people as well. Obviously, sure. I would go there. And just, um, to, it, and, 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 and just, and just to, to, to speak on that, uh, back on that Japanese women love black dudes. Let, let me sum that up this way. You get to a punky, you there are I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be liberal here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's say there are two hundred clubs in the mm. vicinity of of uh Rapungi. All right. Let's say there are two hundred. Well, right? Yeah, we can base it off of Rapungi Dori, uh, the, the main yeah. strip. The main strip. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say two hundred, right? I'm just being I'm just being liberal. Out of all of those clubs, there are probably five or less. Where black people <laughs> will go to, <laughs> will go and to. Everybody knows them, and 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 are accepted, and so on and so forth. God, you I'm know, glad I never fell into that, man. You know, and, <laughs> <laughs> and so when you got off the train, you knew exactly where you were going, and if mm-hmm. you were and if you were bar hopping, it was between one of those five clubs. Yep. Yep. All yep. there is yep. to it, you were not even considering the other clubs because you knew better. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so my man, so my man had a promotion company that 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 marketed a good time to people that were in that bubble, all right. Mm. And so I swear all this is gonna make sense. And so, um, so in that bubble are other Japanese people, right? Mm. Uh, uh, also, who speak great English, who have connections that are all of this stuff is completely away from what we got going on, right? Like it's completely away. Mm. So what happens is. Is that as I'm getting to know Q, Q know, Q's also a rapper. He raps. And um, mm-hmm. he finds out I produce, we, and we become fast friends. And the thing that sped up our friendship was the fact that we found out that our, our families grew up together in the Herman Gardens, which was a project in Detroit. Wow. It, was, it, it yep. just so happened to be a, a, a connecting fact. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so he and I became fast friends. Anyhow, mm-hmm. anyhow within his bubble, somebody um, did castings for videos. Um, uh, for all types of videos in Japan, mm. if the casting people needed a foreigner, which that's a big hustle. That's a, right. Modeling, well, you can, yo, you can be a model or an actor in Japan and not be a model or an actor. For sure, for sure. And shout out to people like shout out to people like Jiro and uh, Old Girl Jin, who were other people that yeah. would connect us to different things. You know, like they were people that those people would reach out to if they needed foreigners to do something. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 but again, so th- I'm, I'm this all, you can probably see where this is going. So yeah. Yeah. within his circle was someone who did this type of work for entertainment companies in Japan. So mm. one time they needed a big black guy 
to act like a bouncer in a video. And so they mm. came to him and they said, can you do this job real fast? He says, cool. He hops on the train and he gets there. It happens to be for an artist named Zebra. Okay. Mm. Now, now Z, 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 Zebra, um, um, uh, it, it, okay. I, I, I just, I just want to, I just want to introduce him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so zebra, um, commercially, I would probably even say to this day, he's probably one of the top 10 commercially successful Japanese artists ever. Yes. Right? And especially um, at that time, I would say it's important to also note that at that time, um, right. They groundbreaking in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah, ground broke a lot of new ground, uh, and um, and I would definitely would say at that point was still one of the top one, you know, one or two, definitely top three most commercially successful uh, sure. Japanese rappers sure. in because history. When, in when history, he, when he when he 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 um, you know, when Def Jam came through and did they wave, he was already cooking. He was exactly. like, like he was he was he was outside of all of that. And, you know, and, and matter, and yeah, he had his own train going. And matter of fact, when I speak of Harlem, and I speak of going to my very first night in Harlem was an album release party for an artist that was on Def Jam Japan. That that artist was um, Sphere of Influence. That was my first time brother. ever in Club Harlem. That's mm-hmm. Zebra's little brother. Right. That's his little brother. That's just to right. show how deep the roots run there. Yeah. Right. And that's his little brother by like ten years too. Like so, like that. Exactly. So, yeah, so like so, like they, they, they. So as his brother was coming up, that's when Def Jam was. But his brother was influenced by Zebra. He was, mm-hmm. you know, Zebra was cooking already. And uh, and uh, and uh, my understanding is that there was some uh, huge TV show that he that he was able to be involved in. Yeah. Which yeah. which increased his profile just really bigger than anybody in hip hop mm-hmm. at that time. Right. The only person that was bigger than Zebra at that time was an artist by the name Crevo. Right. Like Crevo yep. Crevo yep. was the only uh, quote unquote rapper um, that 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 had surpassed Zebra that I, Zebra basically created the lane for Crevo to take off. That's 100 percent. That's really what happened. Um, and so Crevo took off. And, um, and, and, and so anyhow, um, and, and, and Zebra had one of the, one of the dopest voices in delivery. And what we was talking about timing, like in being mm. in the pocket in that language, he had mastered that. Um, and, and, yep. and, uh, and one, and one of the reasons was because he spoke English perfectly with no accent. Yep. Um, and there's a reason mm-hmm. for that. There's a reason, actually, there's a reason for that. Um, actually he spent, uh, uh, considerable amount of time. Ah, fuck it. Let me do it. Let me do this. Let me do this. Right? So, <laughs> so, 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 so Zebra comes from, uh, a well-to-do family. Okay. Uh, 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 his father, his grandfather owned many hotels, but not just any hotels, some of the, the biggest hotel, it would be like, uh, like, uh, like the Hilton, like the Hilton yeah. family, like Paris Hilton, like that type yeah. of, like that type of hotel chain in Japan, his family, uh, own, owns it. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and so, um, there was a huge fire back in the eighties. And, mm-hmm. and if you know anything about Japan, um, these things last generationally, you know, some people got killed, and so uh, I don't even know if you know this, but a lot of the reason yeah. why people had a problem with him is because there was a general problem with his family because of how they handled that. Exactly. You know, I did. I did hear about it. OK, that. cool. So yeah. so he carried that on his back and still became wildly successful. That's just to tell you how unique it was that he still became successful in a whole nother line of business, because by yeah. all rights, he should have just been in the hotel business. Right. Yeah. But yeah. 
he got sent to America like everybody in his family. And eventually his son, whom I took to Maine, but that's a whole nother story. Right? So, <laughs> so, so that's it's just a very unique thing anyway. So, so let me get back to Zebra. So what happened was this dude went to America and he spent a lot of time here and was really big in tennis. He was a tennis player, um, a mm. huge tennis player. And I forget uh, that. And, 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 and learn the culture. And, and that's where he picked up hip hop. He picked up hip hop here. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and so when, by, when he went back, he, he created a, a group called, I think it was called King Yidra. It King was like, Yidra. Yeah. yeah Him and a couple of other guys. I would, mm-hmm. I, the, the name escapes me, but it's two other guys. K-Dub K- um, Shine. Yes, K-Dub <clears throat> Shine. And there's one K- more. K-Dub Shine. One more. DJ Oasis. There you go. There you go. DJ Oasis. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so they got together. Legendary. Legendary. Yeah, legends. 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 And so they did their thing, but he was the one that kind of took off, you know what I'm saying, and, and did his thing. So anyhow, anyhow, this is the guy that Q gets casted in the video for. So mm. after the video, because Zebra speaks perfect English, because of Q's unique story and his ability to speak Japanese, um, they built a quick kinship together like they they mm. they you know what i mean so they they connected and um mm. and were interested in each other and and um they were out in zebra's truck uh you know you know uh blowing some smoke you know what i'm saying enjoying themselves <laughs> and uh this is after the video shoot you know and um and 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 q and, and zebra finds out q can rap right mm. so he's like oh that's what's up let me hear something so Q reaches in his bag and pulls out what? A, a, a Mark B C D. All right? I'm peeling this onion back slow on purpose, right? I love so, this story. I love so, this. So he, put, so he pulls out a CD and he sticks it in. They start freestyling. It's probably 15 beats on this CD. So and so when it's over, uh, Zebra's like, man, who made the beats? He's like, oh, like, leave, the, leave the CD. Leave the CD with me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> let me, let me, can, I, can I keep this? He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, who, who is this? He's like, oh, it's my other guy. Now, from Detroit, uh, he's a producer. He's already got his own artist. You see what I'm saying? So now yeah, Q, yeah. Q, due to his, his proximity to that circle, and the way he was able to get in could clearly communicate to Zebra who I was. Now, now mm. Zebra's intrigued. Man, I want to meet him. You know, mm-hmm. I want to meet him. Okay, cool. Now dig this. Because Q throws parties, Q says to Zebra, cool, I'll have him come to my next party next, next, next Saturday. Can you come? He's like, yeah, for sure, right? And because Q teaches Japanese, Zebra contracts Zebra to teach his wife English, which put Q. Oh, contracts Q. Yes, which puts Q wow. in his house weekly. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. You know, I knew bits and pieces of this story, but it's like it's insane. The um, yo, know, yeah, hearing you retell it, hearing you retell all of this. I mean, again, there's like salient points that are popping up in my head. I'm like. Shit, I forgot about that. I forgot what. What? You know, it's all important, right? Like, it's all important because I, because you don't get to do what I eventually did without this, is what I'm trying to say, because it just would not happen. It just would not have happened had you bumped into Zebra at a party at all, given him your CD. Yeah. It would have been in the deck. Yeah. Not at all. So, 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 so now, um, 
So he tells Zebra, yeah, man, you know, meet me at this party because Q throws parties. So he was like, cool, I stopped by the party, right? He tells me I stopped by the party. I got a picture from that night, too, that I'm going to share uh, mm. next week. And so, mm. so, and so uh, he and I meet at this party. He's like, man, I heard some of your beats. They're really good. Now, Zebra's there with, uh, with, 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 his, with his, uh, his, uh, his partner at the time, his manager, his day-to-day. Um, what, they, what do they call those people? Body men? The, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. His body yeah, man, yeah. Uh, Hiroshi, man. Shout out to Hiroshi, man. Because because Hiroshi became an advocate of mine. And even though he mm. could not speak English, man, on everything I love, man, that guy was one of the nicest people to me and made sure that I was always taken care of. You know mm. what I'm saying? So mm. Shout out to Hiroshi uh, Kawamura, man. Like, like for real. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, so, I, so I've many heard a lot about him. So many people made sure I was okay that didn't need to, and he was one of the ones, bro. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, so so now, so, so me, Zebra and I meet. Now, this is very important um, because I'm going to have to close a time gap here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to know that from the time I met Zebra physically and I actually got in the studio and made music with him was about a year. Okay? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, so, so keep that in mind, all right? Uh, and, and so cool. So we meet, he's like, all right, cool. Sounds cool. But he's not in an album cycle at this time that when mm. I meet him, there is no album being, being made. And an album cycle means that he's not in the studio every night paying for studio time, creating the album. Right? Or, or I was going to say, or I secured a budget from a label. For right. A or project that he wants budget, to you know what I mean? So he's basically at the crib. All right. Yeah. And so, and so, uh, but what happened was, uh, Q, because of Q's access to his home weekly, Q is telling me everything that's going on. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, he's about to start doing a new album, get some beats ready. Oh, for real? He's like, yeah, he's like, he was letting me hear some of the beats. You know, he's giving me this insight and all of this. So then one day Q asked Zebra, is it okay if I come with him to his house? Right? So now, mm-hmm. I, so now I start accompanying Q to Zebra's house. Okay, mm. which is which is this huge house in the middle of freaking Tokyo, bro, with a two car garage. That probably don't sound like much to people, <laughs> <laughs> right? That unless sound, yeah, unless you've been there, right? Yeah. That probably don't sound like much to people, but you really gotta have it to have some shit like that in in mm-hmm. in, in, in Tokyo. And so mm-hmm. uh, so, anyways, so now I'm accompanying them every week. Now I'm getting to know Zebra's wife. I'm getting to know his kids. I'm eating with them every night. Me and Hiroshi kicking it. We listening to beats. We have a deep philosophical conversations about hip hop. Uh, <laughs> you know, all of this shit, bro. And black history, mind you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of this, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and he's and he's he's a Rastafari too, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That this is another important thing. He's Rastafari. His management company is called I and I, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, so and the two twin brothers who grew up in in uh, Jamaica. Right, mm. who made their money trading, uh, 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 I believe, heavy equipment in cars between Jamaica. Oh man, dude, it's it's crazy, and they spoke perfect English, mm. right? Mm. So, 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 anyhow, um, so anyhow, uh, now, now he's about to go into the. Into the I got to get to the end of this story, man. I promise. I hate that it's taking too long, but it just for historical purposes, I got to tell it this way. Yeah. So and so. Uh, so finally, Zebra gets into he gets into album mode. Okay, cool. Now I never worked with a major artist before. All right, mm. I never I've, I've never been to a major studio. Never worked with a major artist. I've been kicking it with this dude for like six months, going to his house. 
Okay. And so now he's kind of a friend of mine and he decides I'm going to be on his next album. It's just a mm. decision he made. I, and when he made the decision that I was going to be on his next album, he had not picked the beat yet. Okay. Mm. I had not mm. made a beat that he wanted to use. He just decided because of our relationship, I was going to be on that album. Right. Mm. But then, so then it began. He starts going to the studio every day. It's called Bazooka Studios and it was in Shinjuku. All right, mm. Shinjuku off the main. You you come out of like the west exit, make yeah. a left, walk down about four blocks. On the right is Bazooka Studio, um, mm. uh, which is actually oddly enough right across the street from 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 my guy, man, this French guy in in, mm. in Japan. Um, his name slips me now, but he's a really big uh, engineer. There. Oh, Gregory. Yes, Greg. Right. This yeah, studio, Greg, yeah. but Bazooka, Bazooka is literally right across the street from where Greg works. Uh, but anyhow, gotcha, gotcha. that's just to give you a, a, a geographically what I'm talking about. So, gotcha. uh, uh, and Greg is a unique guy too. We might have to talk about Greg later. Um, yeah, so, yeah. so, so, anyways, uh, um, so we, 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 I start going to the studio every day. All right. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so, mm. the, so the, the studio time, the engineer's name is Take C. Um, mm. uh, 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 well, I, that's what he went by. I think his name was Takashi. But it was uh, mm-hmm. Take C is what they call him. He did all zebra shit, like from the very beginning. I'm sure he's still doing his shit today. Anyhow, mm-hmm. um, so it's, so every day zebra's like, yo, studio eight o'clock. I'm like, all right, cool. Every day I get mm-hmm. to the studio with bells on at 7:55. Man, this some bitch don't get that till one in the morning. Like, <laughs> like, like, like clockwork. Every day, I'm sitting in there with Take C. I don't mm-hmm. speak no Japanese. He don't speak no English. Mm, but, mm. but he starts teaching me the SSL. He starts uh, showing me shit on the SSL. The he big starts, mixing board. Yes. He starts showing me stuff in Pro Tools. Um, because we couldn't talk to each other, we just started playing each other music. We started mm. getting to know each other through our music tastes. Right. Mm. Um, and I'm the first one at the studio with dude. So I'm seeing everybody come in. Um, and if you deal with a major artist, you also deal with people that's trying to sell that artist shit too. They're always trying to sell him something. They're always trying to get him to spawn. They they always want to sponsor him to do something. So every night there's a line of people that want to meet with him also to show them their new gadget or new clothing that, you know, whatever, um, you know, dancers that want to come show him moves and stuff like that for maybe possibly a new video. This is the kind of shit you deal with when you, when you're dealing with a major artist. So, yeah. so Zebra's coming to the studio every night, every night, every night. Um, I meet Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats comes in. He makes a beat on the spot for Zebra. Um, I'm listening to beats by Scott Storch. I'm listening to beats by The Alchemist. Uh, Jazz O produces on this album. Um, and, and, and all of this is mm. going on. And, and Zebra's about 75% through the album, bro, and still has not picked one of my beats. Man, I'm in there. I'm making beats on the spot. I'm bringing the beat CDs. <laughs> he ain't picking none of these shits, dog. Like, he ain't picking none of them. And, but, but he's telling me the whole way, don't worry about it. It's mm-hmm. all good. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. You know, you're going to be on my album. I'm like, all right, cool. So I used to put a lot of swing in my beats. I, I used to put a lot of swing in my beats and come to mm-hmm. find out the swing was the problem. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got and it. And so this it. dude draws a graph, a beat graph on a piece of paper to me <laughs> and shows me where the kick and the snare shit hit and how the sample shit, <laughs> bro, it was hilarious. Anyways, so, so he, so, so. <laughs> So I wish I had that paper today. Ashley cracks up over that. And so, yeah, and so uh and 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 so and so finally, and so one day 
um, 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 my, my, my good friend, uh, Kurt, Curtis Weeks, who's no longer with us, man. I miss Kurt. Um, mm. I was working on a remix for him and, and, uh, I hadn't finished working on a remix for him. And, uh, that night I was in the studio with my Yamaha motif and I was cycling through beats to play zebra. And I stumbled on that remix beat that was unfinished. Um, I was mm. just trying to get to mm. another beat. I pressed play. I said, my bad, dude, it didn't even play two notes. I said, my mm. man, I, I said, that wasn't nothing. He said, no, no, play that again. And mm. I said, well, man, I'm, I'm explaining it away. Like, it's not finished. I, man, it's something I was working on. He's like, no, let me hear it. <laughs> I pressed play. He got four bars in. He said, he's, he, he, he got four bars in. He looked up at text. He said, track that. I'm going to use that one. That was it. That was the that one. That was it. That was that the, was one. the that one. one. That was how I got my first major placement <laughs> wow. in Japan. And I'm going to stop that story right there because there's so much. <laughs> it, there's, there's a third. <laughs> the but third, was, another, um, you have like a whole nother. Uh, yeah, there's a whole nother. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole nother thing. There's, 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 a guy, there's a guy named Chris that was introduced to me through Q2, but that, that starts a whole nother uh, chapter. And, uh, yeah. but, that, but that began, I, I would go on to produce singles for Zebra and commercial mm. placement music for Zebra in the future, right? Mm. Like, uh, mm. but that is how my commercial rap production career started. Mm. Mm. And I'm, I'm gonna end that right there. That's it, that's it. It was important that I, that I built it up because I don't yeah. want people to believe that shit just happens, man. Yeah, like, no, you're, you're 100% right, man. I mean, it, it, it's again to go back to the point that I was making earlier. Um, not to rehash old stuff, but I think it's so important to to for people, especially if you're somebody who is involved in music, you're aspiring beat maker, or you want to transform, you know, transfer from being like a beat maker into a producer and actually producing for artists, especially artists who are visible. Um, this is kind of how these things happen, man. Um, none of this is like by chance. It's very rare that it's by chance. I'm not going to say yeah. it's never happened. But it's very rare by that it's by chance. But if it does happen by chance, there's still a relationship being developed, which is why these artists still go back to that that certain um, that producer, you know. Um, and you know, I would say like, and similarly, but not similarly, I had kind of like a um, I, I I could say my experience mirrored yours um, because of the fact that that was just the way that I am. I built relationship before I actually engage a work. It's right. always been the way I am right, naturally. Right, I think right. it. I think it has something to do with what I'm comfortable with and how much. Yeah, well, I think it's like for me, I'm more about what am I comfortable with when it comes to exposing what it is that you know. When you're working on any kind of art, and, and you're, it's your expression and your um and your 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 it's it's an intensely private thing. So I've always had issues. I think what sometimes when it comes to feeling um confident around my own expression like it took me many many years to actually stand by my own stuff mm -hmm. um and you know this because i remember i remember in the past i like, do you just say all you need to do is just stand by your own work because i would what, what what was the thing that i used to always say you'd be like yo what is this about oh, just some bullshit that was my thing you know mm -hmm. um just some bullshit you know i'm um, so when it came to somebody actually working with my music um there had to have been a some kind of relationship there already found it for me, you know, and I think that that definitely lent itself well when it came to them actually jumping on stuff. It didn't sound like it was like a forced marriage type of thing. Um, that was true of Bess. You know, there's several times where I would sleep over at his spot or he would sleep over at my spot and, you know, he came in 
when I was out in Omi, he came and just kicked it. You know, I used to live in an area called Higashi Omi, which is like kind of in the, among the Tama River deep, like kind of going in the foothills. That foot was the end deep. of that train line, bro. Yo, yeah. It yo, was like was maybe one very, stop yeah. from the end of the train line. I, I feel I mean, like it was once, because it was the Omi. Yeah, Higashi Omi, Omi then Omi. Yeah, yeah it right. Was, it was and it was the, the Omi line. It was yeah, the Omi yeah. line. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, um, right. So that was the name of the line, actually. That, yeah, they're hinted at that area. Dude, you know, I, I lived like probably 15 minutes away from a giant reservoir, 15, 20 minutes away from a giant, giant reservoir that kind of mm-hmm. fed that river. On top of that, like once you get past that, dude, I mean, I've driven it before where it's like, it's nothing but signs for like bears, you know, warnings for bears and whatnot and monkeys, you know? So um, right. it was, a, I, I was out there on the foothills leading up to Mount Fuji. Um, and really, and, and, and it was, it was, it was a, I love being in that area, but it was very difficult for people to come see me like it was for you. But I would have people like Bess who would come over and stay. They would just, Bess would come up, he'll pull up and we'd have him over there for like a whole weekend, sometimes three or four days, you know, he would just come and crash out, you know, um, mm-hmm. and we would work on things or just kind of vibe out and just drink, you know, and just, mm-hmm. just bond mm-hmm. with each other over music. Um, I would say when it came to like starting to really work with people who were more commercially visible though, um, than, you know, than, than he was at the time, um, Definitely. I mean, I got to give a special shout out to my man, Yuzo, um, you know, down in Kyoto, because I had a very similar experience as far as like, not so much like, okay, he stumbled across my music um, 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 through someone like Q, like in the same circumstance, but he did stumble, you know, come across it through somebody who was a, uh, like a third party. And that's our homegirl, Kira. Um, Shout to my homegirl. Yeah. Akira Fukuoka. Um, just mm-hmm. brilliant person. Um, she is a dope DJ. Mm-hmm. Dope DJ. She's a very important plug between a lot of commercially successful. Very, artists very together. unique. Like, like uh, very unique. Was, she, she is to hip hop with probably her uniqueness to it is probably like, like maybe like Windy Day. And and yeah, in yeah, America, potentially. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Like, you, it's just you wouldn't yeah, expect like, somebody to be so versed like her in the culture like this and have the connections. Like it's a, it's a very interesting thing. Well, yeah. And not just versed in the culture, but like versed in like everything that was happening, things that were going to be happening, Mm -hmm. uh, versed in music law. You know, she was trained in law. She went to school for law um, and spent, spent considerable amount of time as well. Um, 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 overseas, you know, or in the States, you know, in New York, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, and she still is highly, highly active. At the time, Yuzo and um, there's an artist called Yuzo, mm-hmm. and he and Akira were actually together at the time. Um, Akira was actually the the um, she was like a very very close friend of my ex, you know, um, who I was with at the during, throughout this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of were the ones that introduced me to Yuzo. I met Yuzo after a show um, that Akira Akira we call Akira for short. She had um, she had invited us to. Um, Kida at that time had been staying with him down in Kyoto. We get the invite to go down to Kyoto. Um, I have been going to Harlem quite a bit um, all the way up until this point, you know, I mean, pretty much every Saturday. And I was starting to kind of, you know, I'm young. I'm like 23 at the time. I'm young. I'm a little bit headstrong, you know. I'm a little bit cocky, actually. I'm not going to lie. As an American, you know, I kind of start starting to feel like I kind of have to run in the club, you know, like, when you've been going to a spot enough to where the bartender's like, ah, oh, we know who you are. Don't worry about paying. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
it, it, it was that kind of a vibe, you know, where I was just like, okay, not so much like I own this spot, but like I found my place in this spot. Harlem used to have, um, they had like a label, you know, um, right. so many sure top DJs who are producers sure and all did. of these artists in the Shibuya circle used to go there. You know, like I said before, Nitro Microphone Underground, that was like their main stomping grounds and people affiliated with them. Like you didn't go there and hang out if you had a problem with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you needed to be affiliated with them really if you were going to post up and max out um, mm-hmm. and you were an artist. Um, there, otherwise, there wouldn't really be much of a reason. They had an album Shibuya Harlem had an album that came out. And on this album, there was a group from Nagoya. Nagoya is a city that I can easily, I, I would describe Nagoya as being like Detroit, actually. Nagoya is like Detroit um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because you have, what do you have there? You have Toyota, is, uh, mm-hmm. is, uh, you have the, you know, Toyota's factories are there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you might have Nissan or Mitsubishi, I think is there. There's a few different car companies and there's, like that's the industry in that city right. is cars, you know? So it's a very different vibe from Tokyo, different vibe from Osaka or Kyoto or any of the other places that I would like to go to. Um, also, it's a little bit rougher out there. That's mm. just a little bit rougher. It's just different. I mean, it's just a different vibe. And they, there's a group that was on this compilation album um, that Harlem was putting out called Mossad. M-O-S-A-D. Um, and within this group, there's three members. It was uh, a cat named uh, Equal. Shouts to Equal. It's mm-hmm. my homie right there, man. Um, there's a cat named Akira. Shouts to Akira. Then there's another cat named Tokena X. Mm-hmm. And Tokena X is, um, just let me explain them to you. Um, the first time me and Tokena X ever met, we beefed. We had a beef. We had a physical altercation, actually. Bro. This is so mm-hmm. crazy, man. We actually literally got into it. And Token of Exodus are no longer with us. Um, rest in peace. I have very, very fond memories of that brother, man. And we never did get the chance to work together, though he was sitting on some stuff for me. Um, Tokena, um, Tokena's there. He's starting, you know, he's just wild. Like, this dude is like, I'm a big fella. I'm a big guy. Like, I'm not heavy, like, overweight. And at this time, I definitely wasn't. I was definitely a lot skinnier than I am now. Um, but this guy was huge. Like he's huge, almost like sumo build, you know, like, mm. a, like this. And you can just tell that this cat, um, this cat, like he is just cut from a different cloth. He was not like the Japanese cats who I've been meeting before. And, and when I say this, I want to say this in the most respectful way. Like, I don't mean, let's say that he was weak. I don't mean to say that he was meek, but all of the, all, all the, all the, like the kind of customary, um, you know, niceties that people were greeting me with and kind of building up this, now I look at it like, I wouldn't say like a false image, but I was attaching like a false meaning to it. Like all those niceties that they were greeting me with, that wasn't him, bro. He was mm-hmm. like, Dude, I don't give a shit who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're from the States, whatever. Um, <laughs> said something or did something. Um, I don't know. I just remember, you know, it's me being young and stupid, man. He said or did something towards the person who I was with at the time and kind of did something to her hair or whatever. And I was just like, yo, you need to stop that. Yo, like chill. And it's an off night. This is an off night at Harlem. Actually, I think it was like a Sunday night. It wasn't even a Saturday night. It was a Sunday night, which normally off, but I think we were bored and like, let's go out. Let's go to Harlem. Um, and he's looking at me like, fuck is this guy? So we kind of get into this kind of pushing thing, shoving match. And after, you know, it got broken up. We, kind of squashed it, but I was definitely like, yo, I don't like this motherfucker, man. Mm. I don't like this motherfucker at all, man. Like, fuck this guy. Mm. Um, turn around, and I want to say it was like a week or two later, 
dude, like, oh my God, dude, like, tried to call the person who I was with, you know? He, like, somehow got her number and called, mm. called her and whatnot. And, uh, and then, not now, so now I'm like, really, like, okay, now it's beef with this dude. I don't like this dude. He's really, like, disrespecting me now at this point, you know? Mm. Again, just being young and stupid. Um, um, we end up, uh, I kind of end up getting into this issue and I get kind of effectively barred actually for a moment, for, for a quick moment. I, 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 I catch when that I'm barred from going to Harlem because I have this issue with this guy. Um, turn around, turn around a little bit later. Like I, I, I end up like, you know, I, I miss, I skip going to Harlem like a, a week or two. My homie Hazami shouts to DJ Hazami, who's the headlining DJ uh, on Saturday night still over at Harlem. Um, he gives me a shout, like, oh, Malik, what's up, man? I haven't seen you, man. You coming around? Like, what's up? And I was like, yeah, man, Um, I heard, like, I can't come through anymore, man. Like, yeah, the, you know, this dude had an issue with me, and this is, you know, this is what happened. I explained the whole thing to him. He's like, don't worry about it. Just come. Don't worry about it. Just come, man. We, I got you. I got you. And it kind of bled into something else with involving somebody else. I, I don't want to get into the whole story of it, mm-hmm. but the fact that we got wrapped into this, um, I end up going back to Harlem. We're kind of cool um, to, to start going back around this time. Uh, Kita had invited us to actually drive down to Kyoto. Um, Mark, you will remember this because I think you had to take me to the hospital afterwards, man. <laughs> like, cause I came mm-hmm. back and I was incredibly sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we end up going to Kyoto and um, you know, my man used, so was, um, he, at the time, he had been a part of this duo called Magma MCs, but um, he was a Def Jam um, artist as well. Um, Duzo was um, Duzo uh, or Def Jam affiliated artist. Uh, Duzo was, uh, you know, just 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 he's a boss, bro. I don't know any other way to say yeah, it. Yeah, he's a boss. Yeah, yeah. Just just a great great dude, but just straight up boss. You know, he's kind enough to open up his home to us. We're staying with him in Kyoto, and. We're driving all around Kyoto, you know, Kyoto's in, in Kansai, so everything's kind of close. So we're driving from, from Kyoto to Osaka. We're going to different clubs. We're meeting different friends. These are hood dudes, man. Hood dudes. Like, you can, you don't, it, a, a dummy would still see, like, these are hood dudes, man. Like, they've got some clout to them. And the cats that he has me, you know, he's introducing me to. Um, the second night that we're there, like, we go to an onsen. I love onsens. They're hot baths. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That. So, you know, Kira and, and, and my and my and my ex, like they're in their uh their element, they're out, you know, in the women's area, um, in the hot bath enjoying themselves, me and Muse are doing our thing. Ash naked. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> by the way. Hey, we bro. can't just hey. we can't just over we can't just <laughs> I'm co- ass naked with strangers. Ass naked. A whole bunch of strangers. A whole bunch of strangers, man. You know what? Booty ball it's, naked. It's, Nuts hanging, nuts hanging in the hot, steamy water, bro. Oh my dude, get ready. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. No, man. We you know we we we're kicking it, man. You know, there's this thing though, you know, you know, you get towels, you get towels, but you know, you're supposed to like move the towel when you get in the water now. But anyway, we're kicking it, we're talking about. You know, we're talking music, maxing out. Um, yeah. When you get done, when you get done, whenever you, most instance that you go to when you're done, you can get out and, uh, you know, you, you, you know, you're dressed and everything. And uh, you're kind of, you know, you're, 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 you're still steaming from the bath. So you kind of, mm-hmm. you kind of lay out, um, probably grab you like a beer or something like that, which we did. Have a couple of smokes and just kind of enjoy the night. Diesel's going through his phone. He's like, ah. And I was like, what's that? He's like, 
uh, Tokena. Tokena's uh, driving through Kyoto. I was like, word? Say, yeah, they had a show in Kobe. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, he's going to come over here. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, I was like, mm-hmm. here? Like, where we're at right now? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming. He's coming. I was like, oh, dude, I don't know, man. Like, look, yeah. man, I, I got an issue with this guy. Like, I don't, I don't fuck with this dude, man. Like, not like that, bro. And, and he was just like, nah, chill, chill, chill. It's okay. It's okay. It's no big deal. Trust me. It's okay. We're in Kyoto. Everything's going to be good. This cat, Tokena, pulls up, bro. He has like a H2 Hummer. Like his Def Jam album had just dropped. He has a H2, like a Hummer. Right. He pulls right, up, right. like totally kitted out. Kind of like you ever hear stories about Dilla. Like Jay Dilla had the Dilla Lade, you know? Mm-hmm. And it had like custom chrome on it, like Dilla Lade. And, right, you know, right. And um, cursive on the back. Tokena kind of had the same thing. Like these, these, these silver decals, you know, like decal, like or chrome deta- decals of like women... Like, on his fucking Hummer, bro. Like, mm. he's just like, this dude is just like, he, he's balling. He's balling, bro. He's balling heavy. And, and he's, like, riding with cats who are, like, I got pictures from this stuff, man. He's riding with cats who are, like, um, these cats are, like, bosses down there, you know, in Kobe and whatnot, you know. So he's riding up to Kyoto to come meet us because he heard that we're in town. And he's bringing with him, like, some cats who are kind of on some boss-level shit, man. And, um, you know... We, we go outside and he's just jumping out of the truck and he's like, what up? You know, like, and I'm just like, and this dude's huge. He's bigger than me. Like, his right, hand right. is like two times the size of mine. So I'm like, tapping up, hey, what up, man? I'm nervous as hell because I'm like, damn, is this dude here to beat my ass, man? Like, I ain't got no backup around me or nothing. I'm, I'm a long way from home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we yeah. drove. We drove from Tokyo down yeah. to Kyoto. I mean, it's yeah. an eight hour drive. Man. Yeah, he was out there. And what ensued was like one of the best nights I ever had, ever during my entire time in um, Japan, man. Um, we got to open up. We got to start talking to each other. You know, we put all that behind us really quickly, man. Um, these cats are like straight up on some businessman type shit, man. Just like, yay, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's behind us, whatever. We're, we're going to have a great time tonight. And we did, man. We, I think we all went out and party until like six in the morning together, eating all kinds of food at different restaurants that I got sick because I ate raw chicken, bro. I ate... <laughs> chicken sushi bro I'm like I don't know what the hell I was thinking man but I wouldn't get sick until like I returned but um anyway um that kind of for me in a lot of ways like cemented my I wouldn't say my standing but my relationship with um with 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 a lot of these cats um I end up uh working with Buzo actually uh he ends up you know grabbing a track for me from his next album that was coming out um me and like I said Token I actually had uh he had a couple of DCDs for me actually um because he was coming to Tokyo still, you know, from Nagoya. Nagoya is uh, south of Tokyo. It's like, it's about, probably driving about five hours away, five to six hours away. So he's, um, he's still coming to Tokyo. And the, a couple of times that he would pull into Tokyo, he was actually calling me, you know, just like, hey, I'm going to be at Harlem. You want to come tonight? And we were starting to build up a little bit of a friendship, you know, at that point. Um, I passed him CDs, you know, he's got a couple of beat CDs for me. Um, Unfortunately, like the next fall, um, and I had a lot of plans, actually, I was starting to kind of build around um, ideas for what I thought, you know, he would sound good on. He also had a whole cast of uh, producers that he was messing with, you know, I mean, everybody from sure. DJ Ryo down in, uh, down in uh, Nagoya, shouts to DJ Ryo, um, mm-hmm. you know, in Bakalogic, you know, different cats who he also was tapping. But I was like, yo, I wanted to insert myself in that pool. And he unfortunately passed away very, very untimely. Um, yeah very untimely and, and the way that he passed was not a um 
it was it was a slow thing, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a uh, it was very sad. I I would actually end up eventually going to uh he he so he went by to Tokai Tokai, Tokai no tail, mm-hmm. you know uh, um, the, uh, the, the 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 king of Tokai. Um, Teo is king and, uh, he was, uh, Tokai was the area he was from. So you got, we actually drove to Nagoya after he passed away, uh, several months after he passed, we went to Nagoya, um, and you're in Nagoya city and the, the, the first night we're there actually, uh, we met with like cats from his, you know, his old crew and they took us out and we had a good time, good drink and all that. And went to eat the next day, you know, with cats. Then they drove us way through the city. You had to go through just huge factories, but we're driving past them. We're not even in the city anymore, but we're still there in, this, in Nagoya. But you're going through just miles of, um, of car factories, you know, just like, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's production lines, you know. And again, like I've never been to Detroit, but that's all I can really think about like, right. is how to put it because the landscape was so crazy. Um, just all you can see is factories everywhere for as, long, as far as I can see. And then you get to another part of um, another part of a of a residential area of uh of uh Nagoya and that's to- Tokai and a lot of a uh, lot of projects and he was in a project actually uh his father was there um who's in a wheelchair and his uh, wife and um his wife and um and his daughter were there and mm-hmm. you know got to give our respects you know it's definitely very emotional but um deep deep respect for that brother um but that was kind of my introduction in a lot of ways just going through all that into starting to work with cats in the Shibuya circles and starting to get a little bit of more, I don't want to say like an, yeah, kind of segueing more from like being an observer to being uh, somebody who actually, okay, I'm, being I'm a like, part of the community. Exactly. Like, okay, now I'm a yeah. part of the community now. Yeah. And that yeah, shout, was a, uh, shouts, out, shouts out to them. Really like everybody that, that, that allowed us access because bro, they just didn't have yeah. to. I was going to say, we did not, they didn't have to do that for us. <laughs> Man, and, and, they did and, not have to. And mind you, this is not because we're black. I have to say that also. Mm-hmm. It's like there, there's that, that might have what been what got us through the door as far as us being mm-hmm. from the states, being into hip hop enough to be interested in what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't why the relationships were sustained. Um, you know, me and Hazme, we would go watch soccer games together. You know, go eat dinner together. You know, um, things outside of the club. And once you when you meet people in clubs and you start to do things like that with them outside of that environment, yeah. it yeah. shows you that, okay, there's something here because there's plenty of dark shit that you don't want to <laughs> have to interact right. with if you don't have to uh, outside of that environment. And, um, and I really respect and appreciated that. And the same thing what happened with, uh, another MC, MC Khan, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get into that later on, you know, but, um, that was a, uh, you know, that those relationships found it were what, basically sustain me um and and fostered my growth but also are sustaining you know those relationships are still you know being sustained now um i said this before i was supposed to be there this summertime actually um Mm -hmm. and i knew that i was going to be getting a lot of work done with cats over there i I am right now working on certain things for cats right now over there um and i appreciate the fact that all these years later um the work that I would end up doing with, with a lot of these guys, like it's withstood the test of time and still has artists who are either still active or new artists who were not active. They were probably kids when I was there. Right. Um, they're probably in middle school, but they know to reach out to me through somebody who speaks English to be like, Hey, so-and-so is working on the album. Right. He'd like you to know if he can, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd like to know if you can submit for a placement on the album. That mm-hmm. still happens. That's dope. Uh, that's dope. Yeah, I love it. 
Yeah, man. What we got going on next week? I feel like I feel like next week we still need to um probably extend a little more on the uh on this phase of things. I think we probably have like yeah. one more like chapter to close yeah, things out. With. I do. I I definitely have I definitely have one more and I get to stall for time to go find all of these CDs too. Cause, <laughs> cause uh when we, good, good, we good, when good. we do our live, when we do our live recap, I'm going to have a lot of the CDs with me and I'm gonna just be kind of showing them in the in the Perfect. phone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and 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 uh, you know, pulling out some of the inserts, maybe showing what my name is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 um, and I and I guess I feel real blessed to be from that time because I have physical. You know, these days, you know, you'd have to purchase. It'd be very hard to get your hands on something. You know, yeah, that's yeah, a physical yeah. piece of that that history. Well, and I, it, have, it, and I have some pieces. And it's like a verification, I think, in a lot of ways of these experiences, you know, these experiences, um, um, you, you know, when you have photographs or when you have mementos or when you yeah. have like the CDs that were given to you after like the projects were done to just yeah. hold on to me like, yo, this actually happened. You had an experience that um, I never had actually, um, not to that level, or I think you had an experience where you were actually, and I'm certain this will come up probably uh, in the next episode, but, you know, um, talking about, you know, kind of being being able to, I don't want to necessarily say prove, I don't want to necessarily say prove that these things happen, but it's like, this shit really happened, you know? And, um, the experience that you had actually, I really am looking forward to hearing about and, um, talking about how you felt about it was like, I think you were in Shibuya, you were telling me and uh, seeing like, you know, on a giant screen, like, uh, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. a video ah, yeah, playing okay. with your music. Yeah. 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 The, the single, when I produced the single, the first time yeah. I produced a single for Zebra, and and oh yeah, because the, the 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 way it juxtaposes with the actual business that was going on needs to be talked about for sure. Yeah, perfect, for perfect. Because sure. I saw that video also. I think I might have yeah. hit you up and like, yo, I saw that video, man. Yeah, and we're like, I'll, like uh, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was like at Shibuya Crossing. I was at Shibuya Crossing. You know, everybody, if you haven't even been to Tokyo, you know Shibuya yeah, Crossing for sure. Where all the people are walking across the street, and I literally, I see like zebra. You know, like, there's like 18 different, like huge, like you know, giant, you know, screens, right. you know, with like shit going on. So you can, and they have music coming out of them, or sound, but you got to get a little bit closer because there's just so much music happening. I'm right. so electric, and I remember getting closer because I was walking in that direction to that corner, mm-hmm. and we're below it. And I'm looking up. I was like, "Yo, that's Mark right there. That's Mark. I can hear Mark's beat. Right. That's, that's Mark. Crazy, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's yeah man. That's crazy. And I was in the video. Me and Ashton was yeah. in the video." Yeah, 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 so I'm, I'm like taking my time with this, with this, uh, I'm, I'm this, I may never revisit these stories again. So, so I'm yeah, just taking my yeah. time with them and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, thank, thank, thank y'all for riding with us, man. And, uh, we'll definitely be back next week. Yep. Yep. See y'all next week. Yo. Peace. Peace.